Want to know how to take your home from lacklustre to blockbuster? Need to know the latest interior design trends? Then you'll be right at home with the Find It, Style It podcast. Hosted by Lauren Keenan, where we show you how easy it is to create beautiful spaces and turn your house into a home you'll love. Find it, style it. Shake it! Hey podcasters, today in Style School, I want to tell you all about a style that's so popular that Australians have pretty much adopted it as our own national style, and that is Scandi. So go and grab yourself a cup of tea or even better, a glass of wine, and let's get started. You're listening to the Find It, Style It podcast with Lauren Keenan. Welcome to the Find It, Style It podcast. I'm Lauren Keenan. I'm an interior stylist and the founder of finditstyleit.com.au. And I'm Scott Keenan, the co-host of this very fine podcast where we're talking interiors. This is episode two of season two of the Find It, Style It podcast It's Style School, and today it's all about Scandi. Scandi, sexy Scandi. Is this the IKEA episode? It's not sponsored by IKEA. That would be nice if it was. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be rolling in it. (laughs) Yeah, or at least rolling in a lot of flat pack furniture. Well, we we both know that's just a recipe for divorce, so (laughs) we won't be revisiting that anytime soon. No, but uh, they are one of the fine purveyors of this style. And and Mm -hmm. to your point earlier, this... Scandi has very much become the national style of Australia and it is it is everywhere. It is everywhere and I'm not sure if people realise that a lot of the furniture that they're buying or that they're seeing in, in some of the major retailers um, is Scandi, but in fact it is and we're going to get into that today and what actually is Scandi. And it's no bad thing that it is everywhere because it means it's accessible and uh, we can all get our teeth into it. You can. There's something for everybody at lots of different price points. So like you said, very accessible and readily available. So Style School is a about cutting through the jargon, making sure that you know what these styles are, how to talk about them when you go shopping, and how you can bring them into your home. I think we need to kick off, though, with a bit of a history lesson on Scandi. Where did it come from? Where did it all begin? I'm assuming Scandinavia. Funnily enough, yes, Scandinavia. (laughs) Here I'm talking Northern European countries, think Sweden, think Denmark, Norway, places like that. So that's what we mean when we're talking about the Scandinavian region. And a quick history 101. Well, Scandinavian design, as we kind of know it now, really came about in the 1950s. This was a time when there was lots of new technology and manufacturers were really exploring different ways of of making furniture um, with this new technology. And they were able to do this at a much lower cost, which meant that they could mass produce products, which we hadn't really seen before. So all of a sudden, furniture markets were really opened up to millions of people. Traditionally, Scandi used um, materials like timber, especially pressed form timber like plywood and MDF as we would know it now. Um, plastics, so it was probably the first time that we were starting to see plastics come into homewares and furniture. Um, Coloured enamelled aluminium, which you see everywhere now. Um, The sorts of chairs you might see in cafes and that sort of stuff, is that what you mean? Yep, so they're they're metal. If you went up close and gave them a tap with your hand, you'd see that they were metal, but they're they're coloured, so they've got paint over the top. And also pressed metals. So they were the sort of really common um, materials that came out of Scandi design back in the 50s. And how much of the influence that was around then, the sorts of furniture that was coming out in the 50s and 60s, how much of that influence do we still see through today? We see some bad copies of some of that, you know, original, beautiful Scandi furniture. I think the companies that are still producing the really high-end pieces of Scandinavian design – 
they've sort of kept the ethos of, you know, using new technology and obviously that technology's moved on in those 60 years, but those same principles apply that they're sort of applying to their new pieces that they're designing. Just, you know, times have moved on. So when you think about Scandi, it very much has a, a particular look, but is there a, a des- what's the design ethos behind Scandi? To me, and I think the common thing that you find, common thread that you find through a lot of Scandi designers is the simplicity. So it's very, not simplistic, that's a bad way to describe furniture. It's simple, which is nice. It's very functional, so it has to work well for the people that are using it, but it still looks good as well. But I think the two main emphasis here are simplicity and functionality. And as you said, there's a lot of high-end stuff that is still being produced, but the beauty of it these days is it is it can be cheap as well and so readily available. Yeah, it is affordable. And I think because you can find it in so many stores, it just means if you've got a certain budget in mind, you can really shop around and you can find some Scandi or Scandi inspired, we might say, pieces um, to suit you know your budget and whatever, whatever that is that you're working to. And they are two different things, aren't they? Yes, they are two different things. So we'll get into the specifics about what Scandi is in a minute, but where can you shop for this stuff? Have you ever been to Ikea on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon? I try to avoid that at all costs, uh, but yes, I have done that. We have done that and they've got some great stuff. Yeah, and obviously Ikea is, you know, the one that initially springs to mind and and probably fits in with that ethos that we were talking about before about simple, not simple to put together, but simple to look at, (laughs) um, functional, uh, lower cost, mass produced. Um, So, yes, definitely Ikea, but... Like I said, major chain stores like Freedom and Domain, you can find lots of Scandi-inspired pieces there. Um, a lot of smaller and specialty online retailers like Urban Couture and Milk Cart have some great Scandinavian pieces. And then you've got your really authentic um, high-end brands like Bow Concept and Hay that uh, are producing sort of these really genuine um, Scandinavian design pieces. Find it, style it. So it is a much used word in the design world and in retail, Scandi. It's everywhere. How do you describe Scandi? What are the key elements of Scandi I know, and it's all Scandi, Scandi, Scandi. And I'm kind of actually getting sick of the word Scandi. I just really (laughs) want to say Scandinavian. Yeah, and we should be true to the roots of the the style. And it does go back to those countries and and to stores like Ikea who came from those Scandinavian countries. I think it's just because Scandi rolls off the tongue a little bit more easily than Scandinavian. But okay, I digress. Um, Some of the common characteristics that you would see popping up, um, definitely light-coloured timber. So that kind of oaky, milky, blonde timber that's definitely um, Scandinavian. And sometimes we also see not just the light timber grain, but white painted timber as well, and perhaps those used in combination. Accessories are quite often a concrete finish. I don't know how authentic that necessarily is, but it's certainly something that's become part of this overall look of Scandinavian that in Australia especially, we seem to have really jumped on board with. Because you can achieve that that blonder, lighter look with a, a washed concrete style with your accessories, can't you? Yeah, and it also kind of blends well with um, industrial style, which I know we're going to cover off in another episode of Style School, and I'm going to tell you there how you know styles can mix together well. Another common characteristic would be um, really simple and fine lines to furniture. So nothing's really too chunky or clunky. It's all um, nice tapered legs, furniture that's risen off the ground. So sofas that, you know, come up a few centimetres off the ground rather than sitting right on the floor. And I think that's one of the key characteristics for me when I think about this. I think about those clean lines for furniture and, and really simple aesthetic design. Yes, exactly. Right, so the colour palette often with Scandi we see is blacks and whites and greys mixed in with um, those timber tones. Pastels? 
Yes, I'm going to get to that a little bit later. Okay. But um, traditionally, this is what we see, the black, white, grey and timber. Um, and yes, pastels have become synonymous with Scandi. So you do see a lot of pale pinks and baby blues and, um, you know, lemon yellows, that kind of thing. Not necessarily very authentic, though. More something we've just jumped on board with um, because it's in all the shops and, you know, that's great. But um, there is a lot of it around at the moment. So when you put all these characteristics together, the overall feeling of Scandinavian design is sort of light and breezy, but quite cosy at the same time. Because if you think about where these Scandinavian countries are located, it's it's quite cold for, you know, many months of the year. Um, and they're living in a lot of darkness for months of the year as well. So I think that's why this sort of lighter palette and lighter timber has was popular with Scandinavian furniture, just because it kept, kept things feeling a little bit more um, light rather than feeling so weighted down by the weather and the darkness. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's a style that obviously works really well in our modern Australian homes and, and our lifestyle as well. Yes, this is one of those styles, though, as we were saying earlier, that it's been popular for a while and it is everywhere. It does tend to get dumped down a little bit, doesn't it? It does. And, and like we said, you know, pastels, especially when it comes to Scandi, um, people just seem to gravitate towards them. And I have a lot of clients that ask me for a Scandinavian look, and most of them have cottoned on to Scandinavian because they've seen it at you know, Freedom and Adairs and places like that. And there's lovely stuff. And, you know, you can get a really nice soft look with all of that. But I'm now sort of heading towards um, pushing people in a bit of a different direction when it comes to Scandi and trying to give it a bit of a new lease on life, really. All right. So in a minute, we're going to give you Lauren's top three tips for freshening up Scandi. But first, uh, we want to shout out to one of our special listeners, Ellie Marie, who's got in touch as an iTunes uh, listener. Catches, Hi, Ellie Marie. Catches the podcast on iTunes, and she left a message for us in a five-star review, which we love. She said, I've only recently found the podcast, and I'm loving it. I'm a graphic designer who's just started a diploma in interior design, so listening to all things interiors is amazing for inspiration. Thank you, she says. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad she's getting some you know useful content out of it, and maybe that's going to help her in her studies as well. And her graphic design, I no doubt, will help her with her interior design. Absolutely will. Yeah. Uh, all those uh, weeks and months you spent drawing the insides of cupboards. Mm-hmm. I just had a little shudder come over me then. But you learned some great skills I as did. well. So if you're like Ellie Marie and you like what you hear on the podcast, you can get updates into your inbox about our latest episodes by subscribing to Lauren's Find It First list at finditstylet.com.au. And we have a special offer for our podcast listeners. It is a free download, uh, Lauren's Seven Secrets Guide to Help You Create a Magazine Worthy Space in Your Home. Seven secrets to doing that and helping you get that look that they get on the, the front of magazines. How do they do it? If you subscribe to the list, you're going to get the seven secrets. I don't know how much I'm willing to just let out of the bag right well, now. Or maybe you can divulge one of the one secret. one secret for our podcast listeners as a bit of an exclusive. Should I go with my favorite? Sure. My favorite of the uh, seven style of secrets would be you need to have something round in every room. The houses that we live in, they're basically just a series of boxes. Everything's rectangles. Everything's straight lines. We you know, have TVs that are rectangles. We have dining tables that are rectangles, etc. You get Cabinetry, my drift, right? Yep. Yep. All this tends to look a bit linear and same, same. You need something to break it up and something to soften all those lines. So that's where something round comes in. Mirrors. Mirrors. Coffee tables. Coffee tape. Jeez, do you want a job as a stylist? <laughs> Mirrors, coffee tables, around dining tables. Rugs. 
in the right space, maybe. <laughs> I, I touch and go on that one. Yep. Um, cushions, artworks, there's, there's lots of ways you can bring something round into a space and it will really make a huge difference. So you can find those uh, the, that tip and the other six secrets in Lauren's Seven Secrets Guide to help you create a magazine-worthy space in your home by subscribing, finditstyleit.com.au. Okay, we promised the top three tips for freshening up Scandi, and we're going to bring those to you in a sec. But first, we've had an email from Alex in Wollongong on the south coast of New South Wales with this message. Hi, guys. I love the Scandi look, and I bought a few great pieces a little while back. However, they're starting to look a little bit old, um, getting bored with them. Are you able to help to try and freshen them up a bit? So perfect for what we're talking about. Thanks, Alex, for getting in touch. Yeah, you can, thanks, Alex. You can uh, email us a voice memo from your iPhone. Just record a message and email it to Lauren, lauren at finditstylet.com.au, which is what Alex did. She did. I think we need some kind of you've got mail um, sound effect. Can we organise that for next podcast? Sure. Yeah. In fact, I'll drop it in here. You've got mail. Really what we're talking about today helps answer Alex's question, which is, how do you keep Scandi fresh and what can she do to bring a bit of freshness into the look that she's already got at home? Yeah, so Alex obviously really likes Scandi, like many Australians. So a couple of ways that you can um, update the look. Light tone timber is uh, a very popular choice for Scandinavian. I'd like to see people pairing that with some leather. So um, like a natural tan kind of coloured leather, a navy leather. It's a really um, great way to sort of update and pair in with that light coloured timber. So... A shop called Click On Furniture has some really beautiful leather and timber occasional chairs at the moment. So that's a great place to start. Um, you could even try just some leather cushions, which are quite easy to come by these days. Okay. Um, even places like Freedom have leather cushions. Um, it's just a really nice way to bring in a bit of a different texture and it works really well with a light colored timber. My second tip is um, if you're up for a, investing in a, you know, a big ticket item, would be to switch out your grey sofa, which um, is very synonymous with Scandinavian style, and go for a navy sofa. So okay, I'm, out of that. Yeah, I'm really trying to push clients towards navy sofas at the moment. I think navy is, I've said it before on here and I'll say it again, navy is the next big neutral. So And it's hard wearing, it looks good, it's bold. It is bold, but it's um, it has a softness about yeah. it as well and it really goes with so many different um, colours when it comes to cushions and other accessories. Definitely navy is a great way to update Scandi style. I'd be looking at places like Freedom and Lounge Lovers as well. Got some good options there, have they? Good options at a really good price point too. You bring in navy, but you still want to uh, keep true to some of the other Scandinavian characteristics. Yeah, exactly. So we're looking for that um, functional, obviously, is important with Scandi. Uh, Functional, simple, and it needs to be cosy and comfortable. So you're looking for sofas that are risen up a little bit off the ground. They might have the light-coloured timber um, legs on them. That would be a nice way to tie it in. But with navy fabric. Yeah, navy fabric. Okay. And your third tip. My third tip, it's a bit of a controversial one because I know people have gone out and bought a lot of pastel stuff, but I want you to mix up the colour palette and forget about the pastels for a while. Okay. I don't mean throw the cushions out. Pop them in the top of a cupboard somewhere. You can always bring them back, right? You can always bring them back, maybe for, you know, in a couple of seasons' time and you're ready for a change again. So my new version of Scandi is a richer, sort of muddier colour palette. 
more mossy greens, sort of heathery lilacs and soft terracottas would be a couple of the tones that I'd be going for. They work really well with, say, a navy sofa, but they also look really well with leathers and with the black, white and grey that we talked about earlier. And your light or white timbers. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I think cushions and accessories are a really good place to start. I was in Country Road the other day and really loved some of the cushions that they've got at the moment. They fit in perfectly with this colour palette that we're talking about. And you could also try online stores as well. So places like Resident GP and Design Stuff as well would have some good options. So three really great tips there. Think about swapping out your grey for a, a navy sofa. Introduce some nice leather, maybe some tan leather into the mix and Forget pastels, really mix up the colour palette and bring in things like greens, heather lilacs and soft terracottas. I like it. I'm inspired. Yeah, I might just go out and buy some new cushions this weekend. What uh, do you hang think? on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> Subscribe for exclusive perks and insider tips at finditstyleit.com.au. Okay, now it's time for my favourite segment, Hashtag That, where hashtag we bring you what's <laughs> we bring you, uh, I guess, um, a bit of an insight into what's happening online and we can get a bit of inspiration on places like Instagram for this look. And this week, uh, we're obviously looking at Scandinavian. And there's plenty of inspiration online. So where would you suggest people start, particularly with some with some hashtags, some hashtags and some accounts that people might have a look at? All right. Okay. So a few hashtags for you then. We've got hashtag Scandi style mm-hmm. would be the great place to start. Uh, another one would be hashtag Scandinavian interior. I'm going to put all these in the show notes because, yep. you know, Scandinavian can be a tricky one. And third and final would be hashtag Scandi home. Um, so you're going to see some similar things coming up on those hashtags, but, you know, some uh, Instagrammers out there are prolific, especially when it comes to Scandi style. So people are posting stuff all the time. So I recommend, you know, checking back in every now and then because you're going to see lots of new stuff. Okay, great. So that's a feed that's refreshing quite regularly. And then um, who are the, some of the the, uh, the Instagrammers that, you know, are contributing to those feeds and who you'd suggest people check out specifically? Okay, the first one I'd suggest is actually an Instagrammer from Norway who shares lots of images um, of her beautiful home at Encon. Trust. Um, I won't even attempt to spell that. I don't even know if I've pronounced it correctly. Sounds good to me. Sounds. We'll go with that then. And how does her house look? I think it's actually quite traditional Scandi. Like there's lots of what we talked about, the black and white and, and grey, which um, you know is where Scandi kind of started. So I didn't really see a lot of pastels, for instance, in her home. So that's why I was kind of drawn to it because it was a little bit more authentic and she's actually living in a Scandinavian country as well. So she's probably got access to a lot of really authentic Scandi pieces. So Okay, what else you got? Next one is a furniture and homewares brand from Denmark. Uh, it's called Firm Living. So F-E-R-M Living. That's right. Um, it is available in Australia at uh, selected retailers. So okay. I might pop, pop some of those in the show notes as well. Beautiful stuff. Um, I've noticed they've started introducing some of those muddier tones that I was talking about as well. So great place to start if you want some cushions. Great. And they can obviously there. have a look at... Um, uh, you know, your your suggestions for freshening up? Yes. Scandinavian? Exactly. And your last one? Well, I thought I should include some sort of furniture porn at its best, <laughs> you might say. So um, my third and final one is at Fred Internationals. This is a really high-end, authentic Scandi and just amazing pieces that 
you and I probably couldn't afford, but we might, you know, see them in a couple of years' time in stores that we can have access to yeah, our budget. exactly. And um, I think we've talked before in previous episodes about having a look at what's happening at the higher end because the, the best stuff tends to filter down into some of the more yep. affordable brands Definitely over time. Definitely trickles down and it's just about keeping your eye out, right place at the right time and, uh, yeah, jump on those you know items when you see them. Okay, so that is hashtag that for this episode. You can, of course, follow Lauren on her socials. Just search at Find It Style It. Shake it! Plenty of inspiration there in episode two of Style School. That is Scandinavian, done and dusted. Done and dusted. I love Scandi. Yeah, and I think I know a bit more about it now, which is good, but also feel like there's a way to keep it fresh and and to keep enjoying Scandinavian in your home. It's got a lot more life left in it, Scandinavian, so you just need to know about finding the the new pieces and how you can freshen it up. So we mentioned Lauren's socials. You can check in there for some inspiration as well, Uh, some examples of good Scandi on the blog at findatstyleit.com.au. And coming up in the next episode of Style School, we're going to be talking industrial. Another very popular style, and I'm going to be giving you a little bit of background about where that came from and how you can introduce it into your home if you don't live in a New York warehouse loft. Okay, so a bit of a hint there about what uh, that looks like and what we'll be talking about uh, when the next episode of the Find It Style It podcast drops into your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. If you have any questions about industrial or any of the other styles we've got coming up here on the series, uh, mid-century modern and modern country, just jump on your memo, uh, your voice memo app. Uh, drop us a quick question there and just email it through to Lauren at Find It Style It and um, we'll uh, be able to answer some of those questions that keep coming through in, in our next episodes. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll look forward to bringing you the next episode of Style School very soon. Thanks podcasters. Bye. Follow Lauren on your socials for latest style trends and tips. Just search Find It, Style It and subscribe now for exclusive perks, discounts and updates about store openings straight into your inbox. Go to finditstyleit.com.au.